welcome to A Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley, and today in episode 34, we are discussing The Arrangement by Kirsten Moglin. This is a 207-page domestic thriller, and it's about a couple who makes an arrangement that takes like a weird turn. So, Ansley and Peter are a married couple whose marriage is starting to fade. You know, they have some issues, and Ansley feels that to make the relationship better, she wants to propose this arrangement that they see other people on one day of the week. is a designated day. This is the day they can see another person with no questions asked, and they can't discuss it. But she also puts into place some additional rules just in case. So they can only make connections on their given day, and Ansley's day is Tuesday, Peter's day is Thursday. And they use this app. It's like a dating app. And they have to use fake names on this dating app. And they can't do, they can't have any connections outside of the app. They have to use the app to find their dates. And like they said, like she said, they have, you know, your designated day. You can have a date on that day, but you can only use the app. You can't go outside of the app. So then they can't give out their phone number. They can't do any phone calls or any texts, etc., with their dates outside of their given day. So there's not supposed to be any kind of genuine connection to the person. So that's another thing. They can't see anyone they're immensely attracted to so that they don't make a genuine connection with them and it, that it's just, you know, all physical. And they have to use protection. It's a must that they use protection and they they have to get like tested for it, all the st- all the things after each encounter. So Ansley brings this to Peter's attention. You know, they sit down, they talk about it. And Peter's kind of skeptical. He's like, I I don't know. I don't think we should do this. I don't feel comfortable with it. I'm really skeptical about it. I just don't think it's a good idea. But the more Ansley talks to him about it, she ends up convincing him. Yeah, this is what we need. You know, everything hasn't been the same. You know, we're just like going through the motions. It's more like we're roommates instead of husband and wife. And we need to you know, spice our things up, you know, to save our marriage and make our marriage better. And I just think this will give us an edge if we just try this. And um, she said, what's the harm in trying it? So she convinces Peter to try this. So Peter's like, okay, you know, let's, we'll give it a try. So Ansley goes on her first date. Her day is Tuesday. So Ansley goes on her first date and it is driving Peter crazy. He's like, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what he's saying to her. I don't know if he's touching her, you know. He's just going crazy about this whole date situation. And he really becomes skeptical when she goes on the first date. So he's sitting here at home with the kids. It's driving him crazy that she's out. And so he he's like, okay, I know we got to follow the rules. You know, she says, you know, these rules are in place for a reason. So... I'm sure she's going to follow the rules and, you know, he knows that when she gets home, he can't ask her anything about the date, you know. All he can say is, you know, did your date go well? Yes. Yeah. So he can't say anything else outside of that. So she goes on her date. Her date goes as it as it goes. And then it's Peter's turn. Then Thursday comes and it's Peter's turn to go on his date. Now, Ansley doesn't tell her best friend about this. Her best friend, Glennon. You know, she's married to, I believe his name is Seth, and they're married, but she doesn't tell her that they've made this arrangement. So, you know, and normally they talk about everything, but she decides that she's not going to tell Glennon that this is what they're doing. So it's Peter's turn. Peter goes on his 
date. He has a good time. And even though Ansley is, cur is curious how he's going to handle everything and what he might do, she she handles it a lot better than he does. You know, she kind of, it hits her mind just maybe once. And then she's like, okay, you know, he's on the date. I'm the one that started this arrangement. So we're just going to have to roll with it and everything's going to be okay. So everything goes fine with their first date. But then the story takes a turn, especially when Ansley's date won't leave her alone. So... It's apparent that there was a rule that was broken and now the couple has to find a, a way. They find themselves trying to get rid of this, this Stefan guy. Stefan is the guy that Ansley went on the date with. So now that you, we can tell now that a rule has been broken, now they got to try to get rid of this guy. They got to get rid of the Stefan guy so that, you know, because they don't want their kids to find out that they're doing this stuff. So it's like, okay, what are we going to do about this guy? So it comes out that Ansley accidentally says her name. So this is how Stefan finds her. Because it gets to the point where Stefan, this guy, is calling her. He's texting her, which is part of the rules that was not supposed to be broken. And he ends up coming to their house. So it's like, okay, how did this guy find out where they lived? So he ends up coming to their house. And it gets worse. No, it, it wasn't as bad then, but it gets even worse when Stefan's wife shows up at Ansley's job to ask her where Stefan is. Now, Stefan and his wife had like a like an open marriage. So she knows that Stefan dates other people. She's cool with it. You know, he goes out with his little dates, does his own thing. She's like, okay, whatever. But he doesn't come home. And when he doesn't come home, she's like, okay, wait a minute. What's going on? Now, the last person I know when I looked in his things was that he was going on this date with this particular young lady. So I need to go to this young lady and find out where the heck is my husband. So she shows up and Ansley's like, we went on a date. He got in his car. I got in my car. We left and I haven't seen your husband. So she's like, well, I know he was coming to see you. So what do you mean? You know, she was like, yeah, we did go out on a date. But, you know, that's that's, you know, it. I mean, I don't know where your husband is. As this is going on, the cops, his wife goes to the cops and the cops comes to Ansley Nim's house to question Ansley about the date that she had with Stefan. Well, in the course of questioning her about the date, she finds out that he is supposed to be some type of serial rapist that's going around and dating people from this from the app and killing them. So it's like, whoa, wait a minute, hold up. So you mean to tell me that I just went out on a date with a killer and... You know, I made it home, you know, and they was like, you know, it's a blessing that you made it home because some of the girls did not make it. Some of the women didn't make it home. So, yeah, and we're looking for him. So if you have any information you can give us about him, that would help us out. So she's like, you know, I went on a date. You know, this is what happened. And, you know, I don't know where he could possibly be. You know, I haven't seen him after that. You know, we went on a date. It was just one date. And, I, you know, I had fun, but that was just it. I wasn't going to go on any more dates with him so the cops are like okay thank you for your time when Stefan did show up at the house she freaked out and called Peter and Peter came rushing home so 
that's the reason why they had to get rid of Stefan. So now the cops is looking into it and Peter's like, oh my God, we're going to get in so much trouble. We're, you know, they're going to find out what's going on. She's like, no, you got to chill. We're going to get through this. But then the wife of Stefan disappears. So it's like, okay, now something is not right here. Now, Stefan's disappeared. His wife comes looking for him. We know she confronted Ansley and then the wife disappears. So now some of the stuff Ansley and Peter is doing, they secrets start to unravel. And it's like, okay, this is uh it's this is a crazy married couple here. Because they decide to do this arrangement. They decide to go out on these designated days with these people, and now everything is just like unraveling because of Ansley's date stalking Ansley. So now they're in the middle of a whole bunch of foolishness. Now, one thing I didn't understand about the story is that there was a point in the story where Peter is being blackmailed, blackmailed by Ansley's best friends. Her name is Glenna. Her husband, I believe his name is Seth. I think it's Seth. I don't have the book right in front of me, but it's Seth. His name is Seth. Okay, then that was introduced. And I'm like, okay, but why did the blackmail got, get introduced? Because it, it really didn't seem like it even should be in the flow of the story. As I was reading on, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. This twist does not even make sense. I don't know if it was just thrown in at the last minute, but I just didn't get that one. I was like, okay, that, I don't even care about that. Uh, I need to get back to the just of the story in these twists. So there was a couple of twists at the end of the book that was so well worth it. Now, this book to be a small book of 207 pages, for it to be like a quick read, it had a twist upon twist. Um, Some of them were good. Some of them were not so good. But it was just twist upon twist. And then like when you get to the closer like the few the last few chapters of the book it's just like boom 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 it's like back to back things happening and some of them were good some of them were bad like the one with the blackmail thing i didn't really think needed to be there but um some of the things that ansley finds out about peter and some of the things that peter finds out about ansley it was like this whole wow moment in the book which i really really liked but i just think that this book had a hidden agenda that I mean, I can't wait to read the sequel to this book to find out what else, you know, happens because I have a feeling that this married couple, Ansley and Peter, their secrets are going to come back to bite them. And I think some of the stuff that they've done is going to hit them in the second book. And the second book is called The Amendment. And so I'm thinking that maybe there's going to be some things that come out about them because not only is Anthony and Peter learning some things about each other, you just you just never know. And I'm like all for it. I'm all for it. Now I know that Glenna, her friend, I don't know what's what the point of the thing with Seth is, but and how that's gonna play out, but I do know at some point in the story that Glenda did talk to Ansley and that Glenda plans on divorcing Seth because of some stuff that he kept secret. They didn't have anything to do with Peter, but I just didn't understand that part of the book. So, I mean, maybe that's going to be in, explained a little bit more in the sequel. I'm not for sure, but I do know that the last line of that book, the last line of the arrangement was just, it was just like, just right on. It was perfect. And which makes me want to get the other book. And like I said, 
Kirsten Moglin has um, a lot of books out. She has over 30 books out. And she's a really, she's a really good um, thriller writer. The twists were spot on, except the one that I really didn't care for. Um, the tense, the, the suspense in the book kept me going because it just seemed like they was just going down one hill to the next hill. And I'm like, okay, you guys are just digging yourself in deep here. And I was all there for it. I mean, I think she did that very well. The characters were very well. And Ansley, you know, the damsel in distress type thing. And then some of the hidden agenda that she had, I thought was, you know, really, really, I think it was written very well. And Peter, I was shocked to find a couple of things out about Peter too, once I got toward the end of the book. I think she did the the hidden clues, the hidden agenda type things. I think she did a great job at that in this book. But like I said, it was just that one thing that kind of came out, like it was like abruptly come out and I didn't get why it was there. Why it was there. It just seemed like one thing started and then it just started unraveling from there, which is great in thrillers. That's why a lot of times I like to go into thrillers not knowing what's going to happen because I want to be overwhelmed and I want to be thrilled. I wanted the suspense and the the twist that is, and the things that starts to unravel the story. I love to read that not knowing anything about the story because it just makes the experience a lot better, I believe. So, um, and that's how this was. I, I had saw this book on Gabby Reed's um, YouTube channel and she had read the book and I was like, okay, I don't want to look at the rest of the video because I want to go get the book and I want to read the book myself and I don't want her to tell me anything about it. So I just saw it, you know, on her channel. She had held it up and said she had just read that book. And I was like, oh, that looks like, that looks interesting. So I wrote it down and I got off the video and went and got the book and just read it myself. And I'm glad that I read it, not going into anything. Because when I saw the arrangement on the cover, I was like, okay, there might be a couple or friends or something that's going to make an arrangement and things might just take a bad turn with the arrangement that they make. So I went into it just only knowing that, that it was maybe a couple or maybe some friends that go into an arrangement and something goes bad. But then after I got to reading the book, find out it was a married couple and she suggested the arrangement. And that's the thing. Sometimes when things go on with thrillers or, and I would say that even in horror films, it's always the girls that gets everything started. And it's always the girl it's always the woman or the girl that gets things started. And it's always the woman or the girl that ends up causing all the issues <laughs> that go on in the book or the film. So this just reminded me of that when I was reading it. But it was it was a really good book. I did enjoy it. And I will be picking up the amendment. Um, but I probably will discuss that a little bit later on in the year on the podcast once I'm able to get to it but I will be picking that up and reading that and I will be picking up a little bit um some more of her titles as well because I think she is a I think you know she is she's been known as the queen of twists and I do believe that's that's true because from what I've read of her the twists were really fun twist but let me tell you just a little bit about Kirsten Moglin before we wrap up the podcast today um, she is a best-selling author of psychological thrillers. Um, she grew up in rural Western Kentucky with dreams of someday publishing a book or two. But now she has like 30 books published to date. 
Kirsten now lives in Nashville, Tennessee with her husband, daughter, and their two Boston Terriers, Cedric and Georgie. She is best known for her unpredictable psychological suspense, and her stuff is unpredictable. Kirsten's work is currently being translated into multiple languages, and readers across the world refer to her as the Queen of Twist. I can vouch for that. She is the Queen of Twist. A Netflix addict, Shonda Rhimes superfan, psychology fanatic, and indoor enthusiast, Kirsten enjoys rainy days spent with her nose in a book. So that is Kirsten Moglin. Pick up one of her books. You will really enjoy it. They are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all the usual channels and platforms. And if you would like to learn a little bit more about Kirsten, visit her at KirstenMoglinArthur.com. She's also on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook as Kirsten Moglin Arthur. And she's on Twitter as KMoglinArthur. You know, connect with her, check out her website, and um, learn a little bit more about the other books that she's written. And this was the arrangement that we discussed today. And we will discuss the amendment, the sequel to the arrangement later on on the podcast. And if you would like to connect with A Reader's Book Corner, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at A Reader's BC. Subscribe to the podcast, guys, so you don't miss any episodes. And until next time, happy reading. Happy reading.